Test one, two, three. Test one, two, three. That's a good test on the one, two, three. All right. Good morning. It's 22. It's Monday morning. And it's a real catch 22. It's a beautiful goddamn day. It's a perfect day. I'm headed off to work. Why? 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 It's a beautiful day. Why can't I just enjoy this day? Ah, well, we know why. It's not how the world works. So, uh, the 22 is here on Monday. We're ready to rock and roll. And, oh boy, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a little bit tired, I guess. But not too bad. Had a pretty good weekend. Didn't think I was, didn't think I was going to last this weekend. I thought, oh, so I got home on Friday. I was fucking exhausted. And then, uh, I also had a little malfunction. Did a good Friday p.m. show. And I was going to release it, but of course the mic wasn't plugged in. That's why I had to do the test early. A little mic check, one, two. Uh, first thing in the morning here. I didn't want to have to start the week off with a malfunction and have no show today. God forbid. I don't give the world what they want. So, Friday get home, just chilling. Didn't really do much. I was just kind of like a slug. And then, uh, Saturday, up and at them. Had things to do. Running some errands. Just just the life, just the life of a middle-aged, average dude. Doing some shit on a Saturday to get things done. Had baseball with the, you know, six-year-old baseball. It's really just batting practice. I mean, this guy just came out of his driveway. Did not look at all. I, had a, I mean, if I kept going the rate I was going, I would have slammed into the side of his car. Didn't look at all. I had to slam my brakes. It's all right. It's Monday. We've got to, got to test your senses early. Reflexes, check. Um, quick wits, uh, not check. Not, No check on good and quick wits. Uh, so then Saturday, baseball, and then I decided last minute I had a gang of people coming over. I decided last minute to make one more thing. My wife does her Spanish-style pork for the Kentucky Derby. Delicious. We make, like, little... Uh, yeah, I guess you call them, like, little tacos out of them. Just wrap them in a tortilla if you want. You can have it on its own. A little salsa, like homemade salsa. A little hot sauce. Whatever you want to do. It's all good. Um, that was one. And I had a three-foot sub coming. And I said, you know what? I think I'm going to have a little more people than I bargained for. Sure enough, uh, had a house full. Made the mac, made mac and cheese last minute. Imagine mac and cheese, and it was this probably the best mac and cheese ever made. I I sucked at making mac and cheese for the longest time. I tried, I don't know how many different ways to make it, but I sucked at it. I was I was, I was just atrocious at it. But this is probably the best one I ever made. I do it with uh, a little sausage in it because why not? Because. Because everybody has their mac and cheese. you got to kind of find one that's your own. So I'm doing this now. Doing the sausage. I, I don't know I don't know what I did, but this was uh, excellent, i got to say. I mean, it's, it's taken me a good five years to figure out how to make it. To the point where I was just kind of giving up. Saying, well, I'm not going to make it. It's just going to be craft from here on out. But then I made it maybe a couple, maybe a month ago I made it. 
And uh, I told my son I was making mac and cheese again on Saturday. He said, no, Kraft is still better. So, all right. So now the challenge accepted. Fuck you, Kraft. Now we're not a Kraft house anymore because uh, my son was, was talking trash. So I got to be better. That's it. That's it. I said, I'd be better than Kraft. I think I used their cheese anyway. <laughs> I think at the end, it was still their cheese on the on the, on the those shells. Um... So thank goodness they made it because the food fucking went. Uh, but then, you know, you have just a group of people that disappears into the basement to get high for an hour. I mean, those kids were gone forever. I love this move. Uh, Post-Derby, a good group of kids just completely disappeared. You know, this guy was riding his fucking brake. Ah, you horses. Are you going? Yeah, if you're going, I'm going. Horse's ass. All of a sudden, it gets aggressive at the fucking very end. Um, sorry. You know, that's. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain what just happened. Here's on your own. That's just me cursing other drivers. It's always at that fucking light too. Um. So yeah, I like this one. I had a house full. Like a couple of my cousins were there, and that, and uh, cousin's kid, who is my age, close to my age, and um. So he disappears with, like, maybe three of my friends in the basement. And they're just like, where where everybody go? And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and cover for them. I'm just going to tell So they went to the basement to get high. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> so that's it. They come up. They're all stoned. Eventually, but, you know, I mean, we're all drunk upstairs, so it didn't really matter. And, um... And everybody leaves. Some, you know, not everybody. Like all the high kids, all the potheads stay. Everybody else left. All the older crowd left. And uh, then everybody starts asking me, "Was that a problem that we were downstairs?" I mean, you already did it. Why are you asking me now? I think they did ask me ahead of time if they could just go downstairs. All right. I think I told them three times that yes, go ahead, just fucking, you're gonna do it. Go do it. I don't care. Um. Yeah, yeah. Kept asking, is it okay? Your family mind? Can we do that? You know, is that rude? I was like, oh, was it rude that you disappeared for three, for three hours? I mean, you're not bringing that much to the table to begin with. For it to be rude, people have to care that you're a gun. I don't think anybody cared that you're a gun. We were doing just fine. Uh, yeah, but I just <laughs> love that. It's such a pothead move. It's okay that we did that for the last hour. I mean, you can't take it back now, man. So either you either just live with it or get over it. Whatever. So the Derby, Jesus Christ, the Derby. Um, I took my tickets with me. Didn't hit a fucking, I mean, the longest, second longest shot in the history of the Kentucky Derby come in first place because of uh, there was an inquiry and a foul on the winner, Maximum Security, who won originally, but it was ruled that he, coming coming around the corner, the last quarter mile, coming around the corner, once it veered into the lane, um, of some other horses knocking them back into the race uh, knocking them out of contention now some people think it was maybe like the loud cheer at the end of you know, when he come down the stretch to all of them alright some people are just kind of, some people are saying that uh, uh, a lot of people have problems with it but that's my favorite part about fucking 
the Derby is it, the horse racing happens. It goes on every day. Somewhere there's a, there's horses racing, and it's kind of it's known widely as this crooked sport. And then everybody puts on their nice hats. And, I mean, we went to this place, Sports Haven in New Haven, before. And it's like, really, it's... it's, We brought somebody there for the first time yesterday. And he was just kind of looking around. And he was going, man, this is the dregs of society. That's what it is. But then you get a couple people dressing up at Sports Haven. Which, again, it's it's a huge glorified OTB. Well, with an open bar. Open bar, the full bar. I wish it was open. It'd be even it'd be so much better if it was open, but it's not. Um, see, one thing I don't want to do is pass an 18 on the right. Ernest E. Shirley, you forced me into that life, man. I, I didn't want to do that. Ernest T. Shirley on your program. So it's just, yeah, I mean, everybody dresses up and acts like it's not a sport run by... Well, I'll say this about horse racing. The, the, the range of class is probably unlike any other sport. All right, I mean, sure, you go to a baseball game. I mean, even like the worst seats, you're, you're paying, it's a, you're still doing $150, $200 for the round trip, for the tickets, getting there, parking, food. You're still paying 100 bucks minimum, like for yourself, probably. Okay. And, of course, you get people in the skyboxes or whatever they are. Okay, there's a little bit of a differential there. All right. Something like that. But there's nothing quite like the, different, like the difference between the highs and lows of horse of the horse racing uh, public. You have, I mean, the people who own horses, the trainers, these are all very, like the big-time trainers, they're all very well off. Um, they are... I don't, I mean, it doesn't, it's, it's not, it's not cheap to buy a horse. I'm, some people, some, and some people, they, they work their way up. They go from like these degenerate people, and they spend their life at a track, and somehow they scrounge a few bucks together. And they cl- put a claim on a on a horse um, in a claiming race, and they come out and they they get them, and it's, it happens. I mean, the whole TV show Luck, which lasted one season, and horses started dying. Um, was based on it. There's, there's a group called the Losers that uh, in the first episode they have a big win and that's what they do. They all pull their money together and uh, again to the horse buying game. It's, I mean, it's it happens. Um, but then you have the Losers. You have the, the literal dregs at, at an OTB or at the track and they just literally just get, wake up in the morning they're having their coffee, they're handicapping races but then, so when something like inquiry happens, which inquiries happen every day, but this is one, I think they said there has only been five inquiries in Kentucky Derby history, and only one that's changed the outcome. And that was like the fifth and sixth place or something like that. And there, were, there was one DQ, but that was for a, a horse failed a drug test post-race, so that he was DQ'd after the race. This one, however... Maximum Security was one of the favorites, if not the favorite, and uh, there was 6.2 million bet on him to win alone. 6.2 million on Maximum Security to win. Oh, now I hate when favorites win. Okay, so I, I appreciate this, but just, I love how people kind of come in at, well, t- t- you know, you can't trust horse racing. Look, man, there's people who live that, live that. That goes on all the time. 
you can't come, you can't show up once a year and watch the race are complaining about the sport. All right? Just kind of like boxing that night, okay? I get Dazzin had a tough, had a tough opening. I mean, this is a, I'm not sure if this is their first fight. I mean, it's not their first fight, but it's maybe their first marquee fight. I don't think, I think this is definitely Canelo's first fight on the app. And uh, I guess they had a tough time. The announcers got ridiculed. Brian Kenny got ridiculed. Giving two pro Canelo. Um, people had problems with the app. I mean, I bought, I did mine. I wasn't about to start doing payments on the app on Saturday night after a long day of losing drinking. I wasn't going to do that. So I did it on, like, Thursday. I signed up. I was sure I got on there. The World Snooker Tournament was on. World Snooker Championships were on. So I was sure that I had access. And then uh, didn't get to I mean, we had the, the Rockets-Warriors game went to overtime. So it didn't go right there. Um, what was able to see the beginning of the fight, though. So that, that worked out all right. Um, but, yeah, I guess pro- people had problems with the app going and buying it the day of. Or maybe, like leading up to the fight, people say, oh, I want to watch this fight. See, you know, that's not, it's just, you got to plan ahead. That's on you. You got to plan ahead, buddy. Um, so whatever. I mean, it was an okay fight. It wasn't great. Canelo, I mean, I, there was just, there was rounds where he, that Canelo's wouldn't get touched and he was like, you watch some of the highlights, I mean, he was like Mayweather. Just, Jacobs couldn't touch him. But, uh, I mean, Jacobs fought a pretty good fight. He won. He won some late rounds. There was Canelo's fight in the end, and that uh, is not a great fight. I mean, you know, you always want to see blow. You want to see knockouts, but you know, you can't get it every. Especially, you got two good fighters. Um, Canelo's defense. Canelo never really needed his defense in the past, but uh, as he's fighting better, I mean, I remember just watching him come up. He used to rock. He used to rock guys. Uh, he didn't need defense because these guys had no chance, and he would just use his power and. Uh, I'm not sure why we're sitting here at the light. But, uh, all right, there you go. I like when they decide that it's okay for them to turn red on red eventually. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, oh, whatever. It was. It is what it is. I thought, you know, little fireworks on uh, Friday. I think I mentioned on Friday's podcast that they were kind of going into going into this fight, like, with respect and showing respect for each other and there's good fighters just put on a good... A good fight and good luck. And then there was some pushing and shoving at the weigh-in on Friday afternoon, I guess. Thought maybe we'd get some fireworks. Um, but no, nothing doing. Oh, some good news in the Derby. So there was an office pool, $2, and they picked numbers out of the hat. And I just remember I got a long shot. If I got Country House, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's $2 each, so it's like 30 bucks. I'm not going to... If it's if it's me, I'm not going to win back exactly what I lost on the race. Um, but it's come clo- it'll come close. It'll ease the pain a little bit. Uh, especially because I was cursing people out because they gave me that fucking horse. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure it was country house. Um, I'm just happy it wasn't. I mean, the kid who won the uh, he won halftime and the final of. The Super Bowl pool, I think he had one of the favorites. So I was pretty, I'm just, as long as it wasn't him, I was pretty happy. But I hate how people come in like all proud. Hey, you got fucking lucky, man. But don't fucking stick your nose up at me because you want a fucking office pool. It's all just, it's just dumb fucking luck. 
alright? And you're taking my money. You don't have to fucking rub it in, alright? I know you're taking my money. It's bad enough. I don't like parting ways with my money anyway. And I, I mean, I do it every March. I do it every fucking February for the Super Bowl or January, whatever. And whatever. I don't like it. And I always hope that I have a chance to win that pool. I don't have any illusions of it. So I don't need to hear you rubbing it in that you took my money. Like, fuck yourself, man. Uh, when was some class? Which I will today, if it's if I did indeed have Country House, which I'm still... Again, we're not sure. But, I mean, the fucking payouts for this race are unbelievable. That's why I love it. I mean, I never had a chance. I never... Of all the long shots that I touched, didn't come close. Never once considered Country House. Not once. But these payouts... I mean, I'm glad to see it in the Derby, because sometimes the Derby, the past couple of years, hasn't been, the payouts have been shit. $2 win bet, $132. Love it. $2 exact, $3,009. Love it. 50 cent trifecta, 5737 That I have, let's see, I'll, let me pull my tickets out. Let me still tell you what I have. Oh, what the fuck are they? There we go. Here's my losers. Those are winners. Those <laughs> 20, 13, 8. I had no 20. I had the 8 and a couple. I had no third. I had no 13. I had the 8 to win. Yeah, Code of Honor, I didn't touch at all. Um, whatever. Nothing. Nothing doing. There you go. There's my war stories, my gambling war stories. Just losing. Just fucking losing. So what I do with that $38 today? If uh, I won, maybe I go. Maybe I go to Bobby V's and place a couple bets on a couple of horses today. Is Belmont run on Monday? I forget. Um, this guy strolling across. I mean, doesn't even doesn't even acknowledge the fact that he's just walking into traffic. And all right, I mean, I'm not gonna hit you. There's no reason to rub it in that I, I'm. My only co- course of action here is an actual crime. Can't believe I'm on time today. Man, I'm. That was a rough weekend. A couple margaritas yesterday for uh, Cinco de Mayo. I watched a couple movies. Uh, watched Dodgeball. The kids loved Dodgeball. Maybe not really appropriate, but my son was definitely cheering for Average Joe's Gym at the very end. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so, yes. As average Joe's was coming back, in uh, in the in the tor- in the final tournament, in the final what do you call it, championship game? Jesus Christ, um, that was pretty funny. Watch that. Watch the Adams family. It was just a, it was a rainy day, and uh, we got you know next weekend we got a big you know Mother's Day, a lot to do, and we had a big Saturday this week, so you know that was a nice lazy Sunday, just laying around, having a margarita, watching these classics. I will say this one thing before I go about um, dodgeball. Lance Armstrong shows up at the very end. I forgot how big Lance Armstrong was, then kind of fell off because of all the accusations and well, he admitted he admitted to using steroids and stuff. And also, it was a, I mean, he was a Tour de France winner. Who cares? I mean, it's bike bicycling, and it was amazing every year. He kept winning, but then, but whatever. Everybody juiced in that sport, so nobody cares anymore. I kind of I kind of lost some respect for uh, Lance Armstrong. But no, I'm back on the Lance Armstrong. I think I'm back. I think I'm back on, on this corner because of the dodgeball appearance from 20 years ago. Great, great appearance. Happy to see him there. I'm glad he's healthy. I mean, the guy had like four ty- types of cancer at once. Beat him. So inspiration for everybody. Let's not forget that part. Juicing, we'll, we'll let that one slide. All right? This isn't a, this isn't a real sport like baseball where I can't forgive you for juicing. 
as you're just biking up and down a mountain. So I'm beating some Frenchmen. So great. You win, right? We all win. I think we could all appreciate that. All right, that's it for me. Have a great fucking week. Take the world by the balls. Quay some hell. Kick some ass. And as always, don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning here on the 22. That was a terrible ending.